0: You're listening to an ex-church podcast. We hope this message will light up your day.
1: For uh, this afternoon as I close, uh, I want to um, speak about God's purpose, but uh, more specifically, I want to speak about God's diet. So here we go. Uh, Let's look at Daniel chapter 1, please. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 12. Verse 8 first. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Uh, This verse uh, is where we get the the word purpose from. And because Daniel is what God gave to us as a vision for the next 20 years, I believe that we will be drawing out more from the book of Daniel in the next 20 years. And it begins with Daniel 1.8, purpose. Uh, We have to be a people of purpose. We have to know not just what we do, but what we don't do. It's very important. Uh, And um, verse 12, Daniel 1.8 starts with purpose. And then in verse 12, it goes on to speak about a particular diet. Please test your servants for 10 days. And that's where we get 10 years from, (coughs) 2020 to 2030. 10 years, uh, I believe God is going to put this diet to a test. And I believe that ex-church, from today onwards, we're going to begin to uh, go back to some very fundamental things. Some very basic things. Uh, Sometimes people might call it traditional. Some people might call it old school. Uh, But I believe in it and I hope and pray that the whole of X Church, locally and globally, will also believe that God's Word remains true forever. It doesn't change. God doesn't change. Yesterday, today, forever, His Word, He said, uh, will by no means pass away until every bit of it is fulfilled. So, I know that we as a church in the modern day world, we are constantly challenged about putting new and modern things to make church work. Um, Now, not all of them are bad. Uh, Some of them are good things, uh, like even using projector, TV, sound system, all good. And I think we can um, definitely benefit for some of these things that God has allowed to be created. But let it be used for His glory. That's really the key. Let everything be used for His pleasure and for His glory. Uh, Some of you may not have been here last Sunday where I spoke about worship being our highest calling and that within worship, there is these two words. To please God and to glorify Him. To please God and to glorify Him. To please is usually done in the secret. Uh, And nobody needs to know how much you're going to give to the anniversary gift tomorrow. But your highest purpose is to please Him. And so when you give, only He needs to know. And most importantly, only He needs to be pleased. It's not the person next to you that needs to be pleased. It's the one above you. God Almighty that needs to be pleased. But to glorify is not a secret thing. It's a public thing. God is not glorified just in secret. He's glorified in the open, glorified in and among your friends, among your family, among the nation and the nations. So it's very important that part of our purpose, again, we're talking about purpose, part of our purpose is to live God's diet for the church and not man's diet for the church. And I told you before, we were constantly, if I can even prophesy, because it will happen year after year, we will be tempted to use more and more the ways of men, the ways of the world, the things of men, that sound very normal, sound very natural, sound like um, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, But from Daniel, we learn that while there were uh, things like wine and cakes and all kinds of things that were called the delicacies of the king. The delicacies of the king. That was the king's diet to make his men strong. Uh, he chose young men who would be trained for three years to serve him at the end of the day. So he wanted to make sure and the chief eunuch was so afraid to do this, to give Daniel and his friends only water and vegetables. So afraid because he knew naturally they would not look <coughs> as good. As a men who were eating from the king's table. Are you all still with me? Yeah. So which table will we eat on and from is really a question we as experts need to ask ourselves for the next 10 years. Daniel said, test us 10 days. So for us, it's test us 10 years and see whether we are right or whether the world is right. And I'm telling you right now, many more churches will start flowing in the way that is convenient. In a way that makes sense, but to the world. Uh, What makes sense to the world doesn't naturally make sense to God. In fact, most of the time when God moves, it doesn't make sense. In fact, that's what we've been hearing from last night. Abraham giving up Isaac, who was actually given to him from God. A lot of things in God doesn't make sense. Maybe even to have this conference uh, at a time when there's COVID-19. Doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But we live by faith. And how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. If I did hear from the Lord to cancel this, I would have. But I didn't. In fact, most of you here will say, thank God it wasn't canceled. From what you've just heard. God is in this place. He's moving. He's touching hearts. Some of these things will go down to memory lane, you know. Some of these things recorded that you've heard. Tears that float freely. This is destiny. This is legacy stuff. In fact, my next 10 years I've declared to the church is a decade of legacy. Meaning that in my place right now of, you know, retirement from a senior pastorship, but, you know, God having me step up into another place and to another position, into another role, I find that it's very important for the next 10 years to leave a powerful, strong, um, godly legacy. So that the church can build on this and go even further and become even stronger. So it's called the decade of legacy for me. And I understand that everything I do, even messages that I prepare from, from now, seems to be a lot of legacy stuff. You know, the book that I wrote is legacy stuff. I don't write books just to sell. It's, it's, it's legacy for me. And even if it doesn't sell outside of X, I'm not worried. Because It's legacy. And this is one of the best ways you can leave things behind is to write them. And so the Lord told me, write them. Write them down. Things that I taught you, things I've shown you, things that you believe in, write them down. So we're talking about legacy. And so this whole thing about God's diet is is going to be preached this afternoon from a legacy point of view. What is this God's diet? Uh, And um, I'm going to tell you a, 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 a few things, maybe even more than a few things. Uh, that you, ha- you have already heard before, that you already know. Uh, but um, I think it's good to be reminded. Good to be reminded. So it's vegetables and water. Turn to your neighbour and say, vegetables and water. I'm not asking you to go on that diet. I'm not, I'm not. Okay, if you want to go on that diet, feel free. But I'm not asking you that. This is a spiritual um, perspective. This is saying not the vegetable and water itself, but it's saying this is God's way. So let's look at the next slide. Bengshan has prepared very good slides for me so I don't want to miss them. If we ever become unhealthy, a full and detailed health check will bring us back to God's diet. Let's uh, look at the uh, the slide before that. Uh, Yeah, so we grow God's way with God's diet. Do you see that? We grow God's way with God's diet. You cannot grow God's way with man's diet. It's a very simple statement, but it makes sense. Don't expect to grow XKL with man's diet. Don't uh, uh, think that you can grow X anywhere with man's diet. And I'm, I'm saying this and repeating it a few times because we will, as soon as we walk out of this place, be tempted. With the newest, latest things. And we will be listening to messages on YouTube. <laughs> and we will be seeing how people do it. And we'll be tempted. Uh, I'm sure we will be tempted. Oh, and, and sometimes we get tempted in way whereby we are arguing in our meetings. They are doing this, the other person is doing that, you know? And we're arguing and we say, oh, we are not cool enough. We're not modern enough. Why are we doing this, you know? But God's diet will bring about God's results. That's really what we're talking about. And uh, let's finish off the slide there. So, so this is the thing. I'll give you a statement, okay? A statement that I, I just wrote down. Um, the very things that you do that make you prosper are the very things that if you don't do will make you fail. So if we're thinking about health, it's similar, you know. I've been thinking a lot about health uh, because for the last six months I've been taking my father-in-law in and out of hospital, and I have gone to uh, my full checkup. Uh, and you realize that if you have, I don't know, maybe uh, uric acid uh, that is high, is because of this. If you don't do this, this is what you get. If you do this, this and it's 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 not rocket science. Uh, if you have too much sodium in your body, too much sugar. So really, at the end of the day, it's like the church is a body. And when you go to the doctor as your natural body and get checked up, uh, it's, the doctor will finally say this to you if you have something that's not right. He will say to you, cut down on this. Cut down on that. Less sugar, less salt, right? Uh, and so what I'm trying to say is that If you do it this way, you will get this result. And if you don't do it uh, this way, you won't get this result. Uh, It sounds so simple, but I think I need to give you uh, this checklist. I call it the health checklist today. Uh, Another way to say it is God's diet. God's diet. So uh, let me uh, look at uh, the next slide. Okay. So I'm going to give you before we close, seven points. Seven points before we close. And I know my time. Uh, I've got to finish uh, before five. Uh, And, uh, or by five latest. Um, I want to give you seven points that when you do it, you will see growth. You will see health. But when you don't do it, you will start seeing things go funny. Go in a direction that you don't want it to go. So this is important, people, because it's legacy stuff. I want you to know that when you go back to your separate places, wherever you come from, international church plants, uh, uh, church plants that are local church plants, I want you to know this is the DNA of X. This is the diet of X. And this also can be sometimes be called the core values of X. So you can write those things down. It's it's like core values. So I'm going to share with you seven core values, but you can also put it as seven... Uh, dietary requirements. <laughs> Seven dietary requirements. Um, do it and prosper. Don't do it and suffer. And I'm talking about church now. I'm not just talking about your own individual lives, although you can apply it to your own individual lives. Number one, highest on the list is giving God always and only our best. Friends, you cannot go... Anywhere further than this, if you find yourself unhealthy, maybe the church has not been growing the way you want it to grow. Maybe, you know, something is happening, you know, in your life, whatever it is, and, and you find that God is saying to you, I'm going to be like doctor, Dr. Jesus, and I'm going to, as you come to me, in, into my clinic, I'm going to do a health check on you. And the first thing, you know, doctors usually do that also right there. There's like a way you do it. You don't go and just immediately check on the symptom or whatever it is. You, you, you check for some things that are, you know, I think what do you call it? Some basic vital signs. Thank you, doctor. Some vital you don't straight away, no, just check the toenail. No, no, you check. You know, and, but sometimes when we don't know what to check, that's what happens. When we, when we don't know what to check, eh, why the chest not growing? I check the toenail. Uh, why the chest not growing? I check, check the length of the hair. Why the church not growing up? Maybe it's uh, the shape of the nose. And we check all kinds of funny things. (coughs) But vital signs causes the doctor to go and Dr. Jesus will be the same. And first and foremost, highest on the list is are we living to give God our best? This, my friends, is so key. I'm talking about uh, my own life when I talk to you about this. My own life. Whenever things didn't go the way I dream it to go, I go back to my first vital sign. My first dietary requirement. You know, sometimes, uh, doctors can even tell you, you know, are you drinking water? And I've read about this before, uh, that something like 80% of the time, uh, uh, lack of water is the problem. No, Come with uh, itchies, itchy skin, la. are you drinking water? No, no, it's eczema or right? whatever it is. is it? No, just drink more water. And actually, after reading... So of these uh, health <coughs> results, uh, we found that this, doctor, this, this particular doctor said, 70% of my patients come back saying uh, that the best treatment is water. You know, sometimes it can be as simple as that. And so when we are checking our own lives and checking our own church and the growth and what's happening, we've got to check this <coughs> because I found it to be true even in my own life. Kenneth Chin, are you giving God your best? Let's look at some scripture. I mentioned also prepared that for me. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Colossians 3.23 And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Whatever you want to do, all that you do, do it unto His glory. Do it with all your heart. Give God your best and only your best. And friends, only you know whether it's the best or not. This, see, best, uh, you cannot cheat people. on. Right? Well, you, may, you might be able to cheat people but you can never cheat yourself. You, you know the answer. You know the answer. Sometimes, you know, after giving an offering uh, and then the offering back passed by, I actually knew whether it's my best or not. You go like, uh. and you can go like, oh yeah. Right? Uh, maybe your wife said so. Uh, Gave your best. But only you know when you go home like, uh. and I tell you what, God is no man's debtor uh, and God, God is a God of promises. He fulfills promises. He's a good God. And uh, I'm telling you, He, he doesn't shortchange us. But, the, the, but it's always first things first with God. And uh, I want to give you that first diet and that first dietary requirement. Always give God your best.
0: We hope you've been blessed by this message. If you're keen to get the full message, head on over to messagetogo.com to get yourself a copy of the MTG. For more information on our church, please visit xchurch.org. We're also active on Facebook and Instagram. We're believing that this week is going to be a good week ahead for you. God bless!